This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, March 4th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Groups in no rush on farm bill policy. USDA, no discussion on CRP. Shipping bill action next week. Grain and soy groups said to I summer for farm bill positions. Organizations representing wheat, corn, soybeans, and sorghum will wait until this summer before finalizing policies for the next farm bill. That's the word from Chandler Gould, CEO of the National Association of Wheat Growers. Interviewed by AgriPulse Newsmakers, Gould said the groups are waiting to get a read on the priorities of the leaders of the House and the Senate Ag Committees. Gould says the grain and soy organizations also need time to, quote, see what other groups are saying so we can see where we need to put the most emphasis. Members of the grain and soy groups will meet next week in New Orleans at the annual Commodity Classic. By the way, this week's episode of Newsmakers will be available later today at agripulse.com. Gould and top experts on ag trade also discuss the impact of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. By the way, wheat prices continued their relentless rise yesterday. Kansas City hard red winter wheat futures were up the 75 cent daily limit again at 11.50 a bushel. Ducheneau. CRP is reserve program. A spokesperson for the USDA says there are no immediate discussions at the department about opening the conservation reserve program for cropping because of the Ukraine crisis. Earlier yesterday, Farm Service Agency Administrator Zach Ducheneau told reporters, quote, we keep an eye on world events. We do understand that there's a significant portion of the Conservation Reserve Program that's aimed at reserve and production. Joe Glauber, a former chief economist at USDA, doesn't think that allowing emergency planting of CRP acreage would have a major impact on global wheat supplies, at least this year. In a series of tweets, Glauber noted that, quote, much of the land in the CRP is marginal, less productive land, so yields would likely not be as large as the historical yields that we saw in 2018-20. to 20. Fed Chair, consolidation may be ripe for antitrust scrutiny. Industry consolidation does not always lead to higher prices. Fed Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said at a hearing of the Senate Banking Committee yesterday, in fact, in some industries, consolidation has actually led to lower prices, Powell told Senator John Tester, the Montana Democrat. But Powell added, industry by industry, there will be cases in which there are competition issues, and those are certainly an appropriate subject for antitrust scrutiny. Now take note. Tester and two Republican colleagues, Charles Grassley of Iowa and Mike Rounds of South Dakota, introduced legislation last year to create an, quote, Office of the Special Investigator for Competition Matters within the USDA's Packers and Stockyards Division. The bill has 12 co-sponsors. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak 
after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Panel deadlocks on rural broadband funding critic. The Senate Commerce Committee deadlocked 14 to 14 yesterday on the nomination of Gigi San to the Federal Communications Commission. San has questioned the benefit of past spending of rural broadband expansion. And ahead of the committee vote, Senator John Thune, the South Dakota Republican, entered into the record a web post by former Democratic Senator Heidi Heitkamp that said Son has a, quote, deeply cynical view of rural broadband efforts. Son has faced fierce opposition from Republicans and top trade groups, including the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. So Democrats will likely have to stay united to get her confirmed. Democrats delayed her nomination after New Mexico Senator Ben Ray Luan suffered a stroke. He returned to the Senate yesterday. Cantwell. Senate could vote on OSRA by next week. The Senate's Ocean Shipping Reform Act could see a vote by next week if we can get there, the chairwoman of the Senate Commerce Committee told reporters after a hearing on the bill yesterday. Senator Maria Cantwell, the Washington Democrat, said she's spoken with sponsor of the House-passed version of the bill California Democrat Representative John Garamandi about the issue, but they didn't get into details about the legislation. U.S. Dairy gives Canada trade proposal thumbs down. The Canadian government finally made public its proposals to fix its dairy quota system in response to a U.S. MCA dispute panel ruling, and the U.S. dairy industry is not impressed. Becky Ransdahl, Vice President for Trade Policy and International Affairs at the International Dairy Foods Association, told AgriPulse, quote, the Canadian proposal is a non-starter. The proposal makes true access to the Canadian market unattainable through a series of gimmicks. A spokesman for the U.S. Trade Representative stressed to AgriPulse that the Biden administration has not approved that Canadian proposal. Now, keep in mind, Canadian government says it believes the December USMCA panel decision was a partial win because it confirmed Canada's right to operate a supply management system for its dairy industry. U.S. industry sources brush that off, saying that wasn't the issue at stake. U.S. registers big week for soybean sales to China. The latest USDA trade data for the week of February 18 to 24 shows export sales of 1.386 million metric tons of soybeans for delivery in the 22-23 marketing year. Most or all of it will be shipped to China. USDA reported sales of 1.26 million tons to China and 126,000 tons to unknown destinations, which may also be China. USDA also reported that the U.S. shipped 751,000 tons of soybeans in the current market a year. Most of that 
four to ten thousand seven hundred tons is headed to China. Here's today's He Said It. We get inflated prices, we get downtime during tight harvest planting windows, and that's not fair. That hurts farmers and ranchers' bottom lines. That Aaron Shearer, the National Farmers Union, talking to AgriPulse about a petition filed with the Federal Trade Commission on John Deere's repair policies. Deere declined comment on the FTC complaint. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, March 4th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.